welcome back to the Undefeated. I'm Will, and I'm here with Anthony. The NFL draft was last week, and we are going to do our draft recap episodes over this episode and next episode. We're going to do each conference. Th today we're going to do the AFC. We're going to go through each team and give them a grade on based on what they did, and we're going to talk about mostly their first and second round picks, and if there was a late round steal, we'll talk about that as well. And then on Tuesday, it'll be the same thing, just with the NFC teams. We're going to start out in the AFC North with the Cincinnati Bengals who in the first round took Jamar Chase, and then in the second round took Jackson Corman. And overall, how do you think the Bengals did here? I mean, they had a pretty up-and-down draft for me. I think they should have gone Sewell in the first, and then maybe gotten a Terrace Marshall or Rondell Moore in the second. I do like the fact that they did trade down, though, and ended up getting Jackson Corman with the Patriots because they needed some draft stock. So I like that. But other than that, I just think they should have taken – uh, Sewell, I like the McPherson pick too in the late. I mean, he's a kicker, but they had very bad kicking problems last year. They lost a lot of games to their kicker, so they get the best one in the draft, which, talk about kickers, not really a good thing in a draft. I agree. I think overall-wise, I'm going to give the Bengals a grade of a B here. Because of the Jamar Chase pick, it elevates it a little bit. They had an up-and-down draft, as you said, and I really like the Chase pick. But overall, they were average. Yeah, I'm going to give them a B. Two, or B minus. I think it would have been a B if it was Sewell. Or it would have been an A if it was Sewell. And I also really like the Joseph Osai pick. I think they didn't, need, they didn't really need edge rushing help. Actually, they did. They lost Carl Lawson and Osai. And uh, Geno Atkins, I'm pretty sure, didn't play there anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they released him. And I love the Joseph Osai pick. I love watching him out of Texas. Yeah, I don't know much about him. I only know the first couple rounds of picks. Next up, we have the Cleveland Browns, who I honestly think won the draft. In the first round, they took Greg Newsom, and then they took the be arguably the best linebacker in the class with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa in the second round. And then they had a couple of late-round uh, grabs that I think were really good. So I'm going to give the Browns an A- minus here. I really like what they did. I'm going to give them an A purely because of the value they got with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. I had him as a top-20 pick going 18th to the Dolphins in my mock draft. And he fell all the way to 52, and Cleveland knew that they had to trade up and get him. I thought if at 26 they were going to get him, they went Greg Newsom, which is still a fantastic pick. But the value they got with Uzugormoa is what makes this an A. And I also love Anthony Schwartz. He ran a 4-2-4 at his pro day. And he's got speed. He's a good receiver. I think he can go in there, and if something happens with Odell that they don't want, he can probably be that number two or number three. Yeah, I really like the Browns draft. The Browns have turned themselves into genuine Super Bowl contenders with this draft. Undoubtedly. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens, who in the first round took Rashad Bateman, Jason Oway, and I believe it was the second round, or third. the third round that they took Ben Cleveland. I really like what the Ravens did here. Uh, I think that they got, in my opinion, the third best receiver in the class at, what was it, 27. He fell so far, and I think that uh, they're going to get a B-plus here for me just because of how nabbing uh, Rashad Bateman when they did. I'm going to give him an A-. minus. I love the Rashad Bateman pick. They're, I thought they would try and trade up for him because I thought there was no reason. There was no way he was going to fall to 27. And then the Giants took Darius Tony over Bateman, and the Ravens knew that there was no really receiver needy teams ahead of him, so they stayed put. I like the Jason Oway pick, too, because they lost Yannick Ngakwe. I think there are better edge rushers on the board, but I think he's got Wait, elite speed. they lost speed. Ngakwe? Yeah, Where'd he, he go? To the Raiders. Oh. I think he's got elite speed. He can make that and pressure. And they lost Judon, too. Yeah, he can make that pressure. I love the Jason Noah pick. But my favorite pick was Tylen Wallace in the fifth round. 
that was an absolute steal of a pick. I had him as a late second, early third round pick, and he's he's a big play waiting to happen. I said it a couple weeks ago. I love watching Tyler Walls out of Oklahoma State, and he's going to go in there, and Lamar now has two potential number one targets. Yeah, and I also really like the Sean Wade pick, depending on how they use him. I don't like Sean Wade as a corner. He gets beat way too easily. But if you put him at, like, a box safety playing like a Jamal Adams, I think that he'd be a really good fit there. So the Ravens get a B-plus here. They did amazing. And now on to the redheaded stepchild of the AFC North at this moment, the team that had, the, in my opinion, the worst draft class out of all the teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got Najee Harris in the first round, Pat Fryermouth in the second. And for me, they're getting a D. I really think that I, I liked the Najee Harris pick, but you really don't need a running back if you don't have an O-line. And there was plenty of really good O-linemen still left on the board. And in the second round, you didn't need a tight end, especially with Tevin Jenkins still on the board in the second round. You already have Eric Ebron. You need to protect your quarterback who's not mobile whatsoever. So I think that the Raiders, not the Raiders, the Steelers get a D here. Yeah, I'm going to give them a C-. minus. I really only like the Najee Harris pick. I mean, I think they need a running back more than anything. And he was the best in the class. I don't agree with that, but I think he's fits the Pittsburgh Steelers perfectly. I know George, our colleague, hates it, but I think it's what was the right pick. But other than that, nothing really to like. Besides Quincy Roche in the fifth, that's that was another good pick for them. But other than that, I don't see anything inspiring. Yeah, they did really bad. They needed a line. They didn't get a single O lineman because they lost Villanueva. They lost uh, Pouncey. They really don't have anyone left on that O-line. So overall, the AFC North did pretty good. Subtract the Steelers, and it drops the average from a A-minus to approximately a B, something like that. Next division that we're going to is the AFC East, which has the Jets, Patriots, Dolphins, and the Bills. We're going to start out with the Jets, who took Zach Wilson, and then traded up for Elijah Vera Tucker, and then they proceeded to take Elijah Moore in the second round. And I'm going to give the Jets an A here. I really like what the Jets did. They got a quarterback. They got uh, protection for your quarterback. They got a receiver for the quarterback. And then in the later rounds, they got Michael Carter, who I think is an amazing running back. So I really like what the Jets did, the Jets did here. They get an A. Yeah, an A. It's a fringe A-plus for me, but I'm going to give them an A. Zach Wilson, the third-best quarterback in the draft to me, I think he's going to go in there and he's going to make an impact. People think he's going to be a bust. I think he's going to go. He has bust potential, very high bust potential. I think he'll do perfectly fine in there, especially draft after drafting Elijah Moore, who is one of the most underrated receivers in the class. His stock vaulted up after his pro day. I think he's going to be a very good receiver for Zach Wilson. And then the Elijah Vera Tucker trading up for him was the best thing they could have done. They needed a left guard, and he was the best left guard in the, in the draft. Uh, so, yeah. Him and Mackay Beckton are about to go off next year. Yeah, Michael Carter better run to that left side wherever he goes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, m- again, Michael Carter. That game against Miami where him and Javante Williams just went off was really his breakout game, and I, he can lead the backfield. I think he'll, he'll do that in New York, so A for me, but a fringe yeah, A+. Yeah, very fringe A+. I'm very picky with my A-pluses. Next up, we have the Patriots, who took Mac Jones and then Christian Barmore in the second, and I'm going to give the Patriots a B here. I like the Barrymore trade a lot, the trade-up to get him. I just don't like the Mac Jones pick. I understand Belichick has worked with, Belichick has worked with way worse at Tom Brady, being a sixth-round pick, being taken out of many games in college, turning him into the GOAT. I just think that Mac Jones is 
I see him in a role of like a Josh Dobbs where he has the brain for football, just not the actual ability to play it at a high level. So I really like the Barmore. Don't like the Jones. That's why they get a B here. Yeah, I'm going to give them another B plus because they're so nice. I really love the fact that traded up with for Christian Barmore because there were teams ahead of them that they thought could pick him and they needed a defensive lineman after that lost Lawrence guy. I think it was I'm not sure, but like you said, red flags all over the place with Mac Jones. But if there is one person who can develop him, it is Bill Belichick. In a few years' time, we could be looking back at this and giving him an A+. Plus with Mac In Jones. a few years, but right now it's just a B. I just I don't like what I see from him. He's only the 15th overall pick because of those receivers he had. Take those away, he's a second-round pick in any other draft class. Yeah, I just think they really had no other choice besides to take Mac Jones. But I love – I love – Christian Barmore, I love Ronnie Perkins, the edge out of Oklahoma. He's so underrated, so good. He's got the speed to get to the quarterback. They needed some edge rusher help, and I think they got it. They got two good defensive linemen, so B+. Next up, we have the Dolphins, who took Jalen Waddell, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, and Liam Eikenberg. I'm going to give the Dolphins an A+, here. I love those picks. Waddell, second-best receiver in the class. Phillips, very good defensive end. Holland, a really good free safety. And then Eichenberg, a uh, really good O-lineman to put in front of Tua. I really like what the Dolphins did here. They improved at every position that they took, and now they're, they're going to try to make a run at the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to give them an A-plus, too. Uh, Jalen Waddle, they wanted Jamar Chase so bad, and they, had it been Jamar Chase, I think this offense would have been arguably one of the best in the NFL. Uh, but and Waddle's still good. He can play in the slot. He can play on the outside. They have three really good receivers now. They took the best edge rusher in the class in Jalen Phillips. He's got that speed that they need on the edge. And even though their defense was top 10 last year, I think they could have still used some edge rusher help. And they got it in Jalen Phillips. I love that pick. The only question one of those top four is Javon Holland over Trayvon Merrick. I think he was a better fit for Miami. I think he would have, you know, Javon Holland will be the starter there. Don't get me wrong. Javon Holland was the second best safety in the class. But I think Trayvon Mary would have been a better pick here. I think that they just saw there, it, it, and it does come down to what teams see. Maybe they saw something in Holland that we didn't while watching tape or in a workout. But I really, I liked Holland and Morig. I just think that maybe Morig was a little bit better, but a free safety and I, I really like the fit there because I'm pretty sure that they're both ball hawk players and Morig's more of a I'm gonna chase you down and tackle you as opposed to go for the ball. Well, at least from what I've seen in coverage, there's no one better than Trayvon Mary. He shut down a lot of the receivers he played. Yeah, he's a shutdown, but uh, I think Holland goes for the picks more. True. And also, what that defense was really good at last year. Yeah, also, so I, I really, really love the Liam Eichenberg pick. He, in my mock draft, I had him going as the first overall pick in the second round. And the fact he fell this far, Miami went up and got, went up and got him. It's uh, good for them. They're still trying to rebuild that offensive line and have, finally have the guy to put him there. Yeah, I really like the Dolphins draft. It was amazing. And next up, we have the Bills. Oh, the Bills. They took Gregory Rousseau, Carlos Basham, and Spencer Brown as their first three picks. And honestly, I don't like the Bills draft at all. I think Rousseau is a bit of a reach, especially because, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there was a couple other guys on the board who I think are better. Ojolari uh, was better, is better than Rousseau at, as an edge rusher. So I, I'm going to give the Bills a B- minus here. I really don't like uh, the Rousseau pick or the Basham pick. I'll give him a B+. Plus, I really love the Carlos Basham pick. He was a predicted first-round talent uh, heading into the draft, and then he fell to the second round. I think him and Rousseau 
could be a terrible partnership for offensive lines to play. Rousseau has the the length to play defensive lineman. He's six foot eight. He terrorizes offensive linemen. I think he'll go in there and help out that Bills team, which is finally ready to contend. So B plus for me. All right, B minus still for me. Next, we're moving over to the AFC South, which has the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts, and Tennessee Titans. Starting out with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who took Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Tyson Campbell, and Walker Little. I'm going to give the Jags a B here. I really like the Lawrence pick, but I just think the ETN pick was a terrible pick. I think you already have a Pro Bowl running back. I understand that there's some chemistry there, but you don't need ETN at all. I, like, you needed, uh, if you were going to take anything at a skill position on the offensive side, you needed a uh, receiver more than anything. And I think, or maybe tight end, or just not Travis ETN. And I think they probably should have gone more or a defensive player here. But, and that at 25, so that lowers it for me. So I'm going to give the Jags a solid B here. I'm going to give him a B-plus. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, best player in the draft. They didn't mess up the pick. And if they did, they would be the poverty franchise. I love the uh, J2 Fele pick in the fourth round. He's really underrated. He's got good size, good speed as a defensive tackle. He can go in there and help out that team that's trying to get back to the Saxonville days. Uh, like you said, though, ETN may raised a lot of questions, especially when after the first round, Urban Meyer came out and said he'll be the third down running back. That's kind of, you know, what are you doing? Why would you take ETN there? Uh, they wanted chemistry. They got it, but I just don't like it. I like the Tyson Campbell pick. I think they should have gone. Well, I like the Tyson Campbell pick. He's really underrated out of Georgia. He's good. I think he'll go in there, be a day one starter, impact uh, that Jags defense. And then the safety they got, Andre Sisco, is really good too. I think he's so underrated. I think he'll fit perfectly. Yeah. I think the Jags, they, cou they could have done better. Next, we have the Texans. Oh, the Texans. They didn't pick till the third round, took Davis Mills with their third-round pick, and then much past that, it's just a bunch of other guys who I don't really know. But I think the Davis Mills pick, it really does depend. They have, who do they have now? They have Tyrod Taylor, Deshaun Watson, and now Davis Mills is quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson's probably not going to play, so it's really a quarterback battle between Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor. So. Uh, yeah, the Texans get a D-minus here. Yeah, uh, almost an F for me. Almost an F, not quite. D-minus. I I was at work watching this pick, and I saw the Mills pick, and I said to myself, does this mean they're finally going to trade Deshaun Watson? Is he finally leaving Houston? And to, don't remember, Davis Mills was the number one recruit out of his out of high school, and he was a five-star recruit. I just The last four years in college hasn't been the best – I don't see him being the starter. Well, I mean, I do see him being the starter, but that's such a downgrade from Deshaun Watson to Davis Mills. And again, don't discredit Davis Mills. He's good. I just don't think he's NFL ready. Yeah. The only good pick was Garrett Wallow. He led TCU in almost every stat defensively. He was always the leading tackler for them. He was always there whenever a big play didn't be needed. And I think that was really their only good pick. So. Yeah, the Texans did pretty bad. D-minus. Next, we have the Colts. So I think had a pretty good draft overall. They took uh, Quiddy Pay in the first round. I really like that pick. And then uh, Daya Ode. Do you know how to say that name? I don't. Ode Yingbo. Ode Yingbo. Uh, and whatever Rama took him. I really like the Colts draft here. They improved on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know if they grabbed a receiver or not. But uh, 
they they improved on the defensive side of the ball, especially at the pass rush area, which is their biggest need. So I think that uh they get a solid B, almost a B plus year. I give him a B minus. I mean, the only pick I really like is the Quiddy Pay pick. He was the second best edge rusher in the class, and he goes in there on an already scary defensive line and joins up with them. Deo Odingbo was a bit of a reach, considering I'm pretty sure Aziz Ojolari was still on the board. I think this was a reach. He was third-round, maybe fourth-round talent. Uh, but he goes there and tries to be opposite. And not to mention, he's still coming off a major injury. He won't even be ready just for the start of the season. They're using him as a project, and as a project in the second round, especially on the edge rusher, doesn't help out. I, the one that has mixed opinions is the Sam Ellinger. Oh pick. yeah, I I love the Sam Ellinger pick just because if, because he has upside kind of like his his upside is there. His floor is extremely low. His floor is backup CFL quarterback, but his ceiling is average starting quarterback in the NFL. His ceiling is exactly what you want if you're taking a six-round quarterback. But my question to the Colts is why? You have Carson Wentz. You drafted Jacob Eason last year. What is this? Maybe they don't see what – I think that you get younger guys in there so that you have – if you need an asset, you can easily move a guy like Ellinger. And I don't know if Eason – they took Eason, what, fifth round last year? I just think that guys like that – uh you can take late round quarterbacks and see if you like them for a year. I mean, the Bills took Jake Fromm last year too. So, Jake Fromm, State Farm. Questionable choices. Questionable made. choices all around. But we're gonna stick to this year's draft. We move on to the Tennessee Titans, who took Titans. Caleb Farley, Dylan Radens, Marty Rice, and a couple of other guys. But I really like the Titans draft here. I was so surprised when Caleb Farley fell to them. They're going to get a B-plus here. What an amazing uh, pick in the first couple of rounds. I'm going to give him an A-minus. Oh, A-minus. So much nicer. I love, love, love the Caleb Farley pick. He was the second-best corner in the draft class. Yes, he had back surgery, but he's still the second-best corner in the draft class. He's got speed. He's got it all. You need a corner. I think he will go in there and be a day-one starter and help out that secondary, which was – wasn't bad per se, but they cut. But they lost to Dory Jackson. Yeah, they uh, cut a lot of people. They cut. A, they they lost a lot. And I really love uh, Dale, Dylan Radens. They drafted <sighs> Troublemaker last year. Uh, he who should not be named. And yeah, Isaiah Wilson, guy who uh, might go down as a bigger draft bust than Jamarcus Russell because he played ho- like three snaps ever and is out of the league already. So a first round pick after a year. And I think Raidens will go in and start for them day one. At least Demarcus Russell lasted four years. That is true. It's also because he was a quarterback and he was the only thing that kept Raiders fans interested. That is true. But one of the more underrated picks the Titans made was Elijah Molden out of Washington. He was second-round talent in this draft. And he's got speed. He's got He's a ball hawk. He goes in there alongside Caleb Farley, and this secondary will be very good next year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Titans do. Also, I'm going to rip to their drafting skills. They drafted another guy who got arrested. Tough, tough, tough. Moving on to the final division of the day, the AFC West, which has the Denver Broncos, Los Angeles Chargers, Vegas Raiders, and Kansas City Chiefs. That was one of the hardest things I've ever said, Vegas Raiders and Los Angeles Chargers in the same uh, – You're going to say it for the next 20 years. but Yeah, I'm going to have to say it for a long time. I just have to get used to it first. We're going to start out with the Broncos, who in the first round took Patrick Satane, then in the second round took Javante Williams, and then Quinn Mirnez. 
I liked what the Broncos did here for the most part. They're going to get an A- minus for me. I think that the Sertain pick is really good. He's definitely going to be that starting corner. Uh, once they signed Darby, I kind of wrote him off from taking Sertain. But now looking at it, Darby's a great guy that you can bring in f as a relief player. He's not a great every down player, but he's a great relief player. You saw it when he uh, played for the Eagles in the year they won the Super Bowl. Uh, he was pretty good when he came in off of the bench, essentially. And uh, he's uh, Darby's a above-average player that can't shouldn't play every down. So I really like what the Broncos did here. They're going to get an A- minus for me. I'm going to give him an A, another fringe A-plus for me. Uh, Sertain, or Sertan, however you want to say it, Patrick Sertain. Uh, he was the guy before all this quarterback nonsense came in that I wanted the most with the Broncos. He can go in there, be the starting corner with Bryce Callahan in the slot, Kyle Fuller on the other outside, and this defensive, this secondary is looking really good with Simmons, uh, Jackson, Sertain. Sertain, Fuller, Callahan, Ronald Darby, they still have Michael J. Boudia, who they drafted last year. I think this secondary is really good. Javante Williams, trading up for him. Bad pick. Questionable choices were made, but you already I, have a above average running back. You don't need another one. You need an O line, and then they got one in Quinn. Yeah, but you needed a better O line. There were better O better O linemen still available. And if I'm not mistaken, Dickerson was still available. Jenkins was still available. Eichenberg was still available. You know what? We didn't talk about it. But Raiden's was still available. George Payton said to himself, Melvin Gordon's on a one year has one year left on his contract, and Javante Williams is explosive back who has potentially. Could be the running back one from this class. But what I like the most... That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. Most teams beat him as a running as, back one. As from an athletic ability standpoint and a running back standpoint, Najee Harris is the very far ahead number one. I could see maybe number two, but not number one. Most teams have him as running back one. I had him at running back three. Yeah, so did I, but I think he's really good. But what I like what George Payton did was Jamar Johnson in the fifth. He was easily the third or fourth best safety in the class, and he fell all the way down to him. Yes, they took Caden Stearns, the safety out of Texas, a pick, the pick before that, but they didn't think Jamar Johnson would fall this far. And he's a guy who had two of Justin Fields' three interceptions at Ohio State. And yeah. he can go in there whenever Kareem Jackson leaves and start there. So I really like they got a lot of talent in this draft. So give me I agree. Yeah, A minus uh, here. Also really like the Seth Williams pick. He can make plays happen on the outside. Next up, we had the Los Angeles Chargers, and I love what they did. They got Rayson Slater in the first round after not moving, having the second-best tackle fall to you at, what was it, 14? And then in the second round, you get Afante Samuel Jr., who is a really good corner. I think he was a first-round talent, in my opinion. I really wanted the Eagles to take him. But uh, I'm going to give the Chargers an A here. They improved massively on defense, massively on the offensive line, gave Justin Herbert some, st some things to work with. And overall, they just improved, which is exactly what they need to do with their new head coach. I could see their Chargers getting a wild card spot in the playoffs this year. Easily. Yeah, they made two highway robberies here. The fact that Rayshon Slater fell to them at 13 is a steal. Yeah. And then Asante Samuel Jr. can go in there. He can definitely compete with Chris Harris and that secondary, which needs massive help. Yeah, after they lose Desmond King, uh, Casey Hayward's not there anymore. Verrett left a couple of years ago. But uh, Derwent... I think that Chargers defense is, has a lot of upside this year, so A for me. Yeah, A for me too. Next up, we have the Raiders. F. Oh, the Raiders. Uh, I'm going to give them a C here. You know why I'm going to give them a C here? Because the Trayvon Morag pick elevates them by two whole letter grades. Alex Leatherwood in the first round. What are they thinking? 
I get, I get, I get that. They took Damon Arnett last year in the first round. Or not last yeah, year, a couple year. years ago. Year. Oh, it was last year. Damon Arnett in the first round. This year they take Leatherwood. Maybe next year they'll get it right because they've gone third round talent, second round talent. Maybe they'll finally go first round talent. They get a C here. If they didn't, if Mo- they wouldn't have taken Maury in the second round, it would have been an F, no questions asked. But Maury is so good that he elevates them to letter grades. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a, not an F, but a D, a flat D. <sighs> Terrible. And I get that Mary raises it up, but what puts it back down is the fact that they drafted two more safeties with their next two picks. Why? John why Gruden and uh, what's his nuts? Uh, who's the GM? Mike Mayock. Yeah, Fair Gruden world. and Mayock need to go now. Like I said, I love the fact they traded up for Trayvon Merrick. And, I mean, as, as a TC fan, I hate having to play him twice a year, especially the fact that we have to go Raiders. But, yeah. you know, it's better than him going to the Cowboys. So Yeah, we're going to keep saying uh, bad things about the Raiders. But the fact so they, they traded up for him was the best thing, though. That's the only, only good thing they made. Yeah. Alex Leatherwood would have been there in the second round. Guaranteed. But we're going to move on from the Raiders just because there's not really much to talk about except how bad they are. Dude. And we're going to move on to the Kansas City Chiefs, who, if I'm not mistaken, didn't have a pick until the second round. Late second round, where they took Nick Bolton, and then they took Creed Humphrey. I'm going to give the Chiefs a B-plus here. I like Nick Bolton. If I'm not mistaken, he was a edge rusher, right? Linebacker. Linebacker. And then I really like Creed Humphrey. I had him as a really high-graded guy. And I think that getting more O-line help for Patrick Mahomes is exactly what you need to do. So I'm going to give him a B, high B, fringing B-plus. I'm going to give him an A-minus. I love the Nick Bolton. I love the Nick Bolton pick. I love the Creed Humphrey pick. But arguably my favorite pick in the draft, Trey Smith, in the sixth round, was highway robbery. So many times he should have gone off the board. He should have gone ahead of many other offensive linemen. The fact that he fell this far down is a steal for them, and they're rebuilding that offensive line, and he will fit right in whenever they're ready to use him. So A minus for me. The Chiefs. Overall, the AFC minus a cup did pretty well. Uh, minus pick out the Raiders, the Bills, and the Steelers, and the Texans. I don't and and the Texans. I don't think there was a pick be- a grade below a B minus those couple of teams. So overall, uh, the AFC did pretty good. We'll be back on Tuesday, approximately Tuesday. We don't know how the schedule is going to work with uh, school testing and things like that. So we'll be back. Our next episode will be the NFC draft recap. And then after that, we will go back to our reg- regularly scheduled programming. And, yeah, we'll see you all on Tuesday.